Evening, everyone. It's nine o'clock. Welcome to the show. Wednesday, 22nd of September, 2021. We've got a mosquito in the room. Oh, crazy. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, we're here till 10.30. Sophia Mantel, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, Thane. I'm really well. Great, great. I actually didn't feel very well today. And if I'm quite honest with you, I don't feel 100%. Mm-hmm. Just in the tummy. Not a COVID thing. There's no cough. Lethargic, maybe. Yeah. I got a... Um, I'm coming down with the can't be fucked, you know. I'm thinking, oh, let's wrap this thing yeah. up on Friday. But I'm going to stay the course. Uh, it's a bit, a little bit hard when you're battling uphill. I have, to be honest, eaten a lot of takeaways today. I was the guy that just got yeah, stuck that was in gross. McDonald's. And then I kicked on for KFC with the dinner. It's, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's saying shop local. I'm saying shut your face. I'm going to eat what I want. Started things off with a coffee. It was delicious. So, yeah, that's my life now. So, you know, shop local. Absolutely. People should be doing that online and out there in the food space for sure. For yeah. sure. But sometimes you just need a bit of the dirty bird. You do. Well, I'm going to bring in our okay. fact checker, everybody. So let's welcome Benny Boy. Please do. And he's right there, standing by. Hey, Ben. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. I am your uh, resident uh, fact checker. I'm actually, um, I'm just kicking off a tenure, uh, actually. So um, I haven't been fact checking for long. Sometimes the facts have got um, holes in them. Sometimes the facts are watertight. But uh, as I reach the end of the tenure in about 10 years, uh, the facts will be much, much more uh, factual. Okay. I've got a oh, question a... about about the word tenure. Yeah. Um, don't mind me. I'm just going to paint my fingernails at the same time. Multitasker. As you wish. Um, does tenure mean 10 years? Or am I a Philistine? I don't know. I only I only remember like you know when I was a kid watching that show ER, you know the one that George Clooney was in, yeah. and yeah. Um, I just remember them saying it in that, and it sounded cool, and it sounded well, like if you're there for like ten years or something, you sort of you're that guy all of a sudden, and you're rich, and you maybe you get a watch. I don't know. You can tell other schmucks what to do, but you you can't wear the watch. I think you have to pin it onto your. Uh, oh. Onto your cozy. <laughs> okay. That's all you can ask for, really, is an upside-down watch. All you can ask for after your tenure. Quite right. You know? Absolutely. Oh, Guys, who's out there tonight? Have we got any listeners? Are you trying to talk, Thane? Sorry, I'm yeah, talking. Anyone commenting? Who's here? Show your face. Tell us what you ate. Are you in all Auckland? Right. Did you go out? Thane, over to you. Thank you. Thanks, eh? Thanks. Who's this? We've got a guy called Dan here. How are you, Dan? We can't see Dan? you. You're Dan. you got some bad Wi-Fi. Does anyone know who Dan is? Hello, hey, Luke. Dan. It's Luke here, buddy. I sent you the wrong, I sent you the wrong link. <laughs> <laughs> it was it Dan Carter? It was it Dan Carter? I told the listener, but I sent him the long, wrong link. Uh, let me get back to Dan. 
Yeah, you can pick the dead man. All right. Who's Jan? Dan, I was an amazing mate of mine. He's a, he's a teacher. I was just going to get him on the show just to talk about teachings going on at the moment. Okay. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, just Let's have a look at what's Hi, coming everyone. on on the show tonight. Uh, Ten minutes past nine o'clock, Bomber Bravery is going to join us. We're going to talk about Trump moving back into the White House. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk about this AUKUS thing, and we're going to talk about Sean Plunkett making a move, getting back of media. Luke, um, you went on your late-night trek last night. How did that go? Oh, I got lost in the bush. I got lost You're in the bush. You're a moron. I what know. I know. are you doing? You said spent- you were going out on a tyre. Well, I was, and I had the fire under my arm, and I went round and round in circles, oh, and I had my headlight on, and oh, I sent Thane some video footage earlier. Um, yeah. I saw I just, that. I saw that in the chat, and I was like, what on earth? I'm going to yeah. rip him a new 9.30 one. 9.30 tonight people. is where we're going to be talking uh, and showing that footage. Plus, uh, what, 20 to 10, Samar. Uh, this is a, an old fan from my radio show at George. I met this guy when he was a kid at the library, and uh, he let me use the photocopier uh, for free. And uh, his life has turned out pretty good. So he's joining us on the show. Then Samuel Flynn Scott, musician from Wellington, he joins us a bit later on. Good to have Muso back on. Yeah, good of a Hey, a wet, wet, wet Wednesday. Moist Wednesday. Good. Yeah. Did you get your Fatimas today? Do you know what? I missed out. And they were too busy. I'll tell you what. I told you Ponsby, to Ponsby Road, Dominion Road were just chocker. There's no COVID in Ponsby Road and Dominion Road. There was no... no Apart, it was just a free for all. I tell you, why are we? Oh, I saw you were driving down there and taking a video at the same time. I know, I had it. Um, I know what a, what a great little video that was just to say hello to the locals down. It was good to smell the coffee, smell the bacon, those croissants were just the baking. Oh, the sourdough was just I baking with you the bacon. Followed me back on Instagram yet? We've only known each other for like 12 years. Maybe 13 years. I've been a bit slack on Instagram, actually. It's disrespectful. Yes, I do. God's sake. I know. You should know a lot more about me. But that's the thing about this. You can discover a lot more about me, Sophia. No, you followed me. I've already followed you. Mm. I know a lot about you, too. Don't you worry. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you think I mean following you, like stalking you. Oh. I'm thinking about Instagram. Right. Oh, you're just thinking about Instagram. See, my Instagram's quite boring. Do you find that? Uh, yeah. But I was impressed that you put a story up today. It was quite interesting. I feel like you're showing a bit of your personality, and I like that. I think the, the, the public yeah. appreciates that. What's happening with your business page, though, man? That is uh, – it's got nothing on it. Which one? Your real estate one. What's happening there? Yes, I've, I've just didn't realise that was hooked up with my Instagram tool today. I mean, I just found out about Google Docs today. What? Yeah, they are fantastic, Google Docs. They are good, aren't they? I like it when I you make a Google Drive, but you've got to be careful who you share it with and then make sure you don't share it with the, like, you know, share the wrong stuff. But I've been... What colour are you putting on? Sorry, Sophia. Okay, I'm doing my base coat here, Luke, and then I actually thought you guys could help me choose my main colour. So what do you mean your base coat? Is it like a clear coat or a cream? Coat, or? Just, you know, 
okay so it's yep. a clear coat it looks a yep. bit like this this is clear it's not white don't be fooled that's just the outside okay here are your two color choices tonight you've got the what's this called fifth avenue yep okay we've got the merlot I don't even know what that says. I'll go for the Merlot. Go for the Merlot. I'll call that the Merlot. Do you? I'm quite into this colour. I don't like the first half. It's very um, very retirement home colour. It actually looks surprisingly good on, and this is the one that you noticed when we were talking the other day, and you were like, oh, what colour's on your nails? Ah, little, 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 see, little, little um, lures. Lures for the men. Lewis yes. for the morning. Uh, G'day, Luke. How are you doing there, buddy? Good on you, mate. Good on you. It's good to see you. Good to see you slept in your uh, jacket last night. Yeah, buddy. Feeling good. <laughs> feeling good. Um, interesting what you were saying about um, having just discovered Duke, uh, Google Docs. Um, considering it has been around since March 9th, 2006. Good to see no. you coming up with the tech. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I think it's a fascinating thing. I thought it was a new discovery. I thought it just came out this year. Luke's just jumped on MSN Messenger as well. <laughs> have you heard about um, Have you heard about YouTube? It's a it's a it's a website, and on that website you can watch other people's videos and and you can upload your own. We're going to upload your Is that like RedTube? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Okay, yep, you're on to it, buddy. Okay, now, look, yeah. Um, Google Documents. here about my nail polish. Thanks, mate. One <laughs> says go orange. The other one says number two. I need some votes, guys. Let's call this one number one. Hang on, hang yeah, on. Yellow orange, shop. Yellow yeah. red, ready orange, okay? It's really yeah. fun. It screams summer's coming. Right. Yep. I've, got, I've already got it on my toes as well, and I do like to match. This is... Oh, Number two, it's I a Merlot like in colour. I like Merlot. Which Merlot. leads me to be a little confused. Yeah. We've got an even... Do you, do you please don't say you want to see the toes. Please don't. Do you, you do come top on. bottom the same colour? Do you do the same colour top and bottom? I do like to try, yeah, because yeah. I think it's just more cohesive for my general vibe. Yeah. It's just it's just like you don't want to be mixed up really up here and down there type thing, do you? Yeah. No, that's right. Now look, Frankie says trust the girls and I have to I have to go with that. I might have to unless I oh look, there's another one for one. Yep, it's looking like we're going okay. fifth avenue. Right. And what about the uh, one nail you do a different colour? Is that not trendy anymore? Oh, no, thanks. That's disgusting. Look at that. Michelle, Michelle says she doesn't have toes. Lol. That's one less thing to paint, isn't it? Yeah, That's but true. does Michelle have little toenails coming out of her stumps or something? I mean, where do they go? Well, ask Michelle. Michelle, <clears throat> Luke's got a really awful question to ask you. <laughs> Can he just be incredibly rude and inconsiderate and ask you a question about your um, heart, uh, amputated leg and the other leg that you have? Give us Michelle, a call, Michelle. My question, my question to you, Michelle, is you're an amputee, right? Is there like a little toe coming out of your, out of your, out of your knob, out of your, you know, your, your 
No, the stump. Hold on. She's an amputee, Rita. She's not thalidomide. Can you, it's two things. Can I confirm? You know, what do you reckon they did? Cut the limb off and just said, oh, here's your toe back and did, stitched it up. No, no. no I'm thinking like a lizard. You know how you cut it off and the, the little it grows back. Yes, yeah. Michelle, you can. Yeah, that's okay. another thing as well, mate. That's a total other thing too. Um, what about stem cell sort of implantation, you know? Yeah, we know the first thing she said was, hey, guys, look, can you use stem cell research to just grow me a fucking toenail? Don't worry about the leg. <laughs> can I just get the toenail? Wow. I might, what I might do <laughs> is... like a hoof. I might, do that? I, might, I might cut my toenails tonight, give her some uh, deep uh, glue, and then she can just stick it on and paint are you, it. Um, are you a, a toenail scissors or a toenail clippers kind clippers. of guy? Clippers all the way, mate. I like how deep in. I go deep. Don't oh. hurt yourself. No, Michelle, now you're talking. What's now, the number? Um, it's just on screen. It's, it's, he's going to put it on screen now. Thane, you're going to do that, aren't you? Oh, what a freaking, what an exciting night. I mean, how many minutes are we into the show? 13, 13. Wow. Um, that's auspicious. I mean, Michelle, as far as. As far as nail art goes, I mean, look at these ones that I've sort of um, queued up here. It's almost like um, wearing little right. personalities on your finger. I don't I love nail art. Very tough thing a lesbian <laughs> with those nails, let's be honest. Holy <laughs> moly. Seriously. Very explorative. Guys, the phone number, Michelle, if you're listening, 021-949-555. You can text or you can give us a call. Here we go. The cool thing about those nails is, is that if you were a lesbian and you wanted to explore a different look, you could try out 10 different hairstyles and looks at once. Hi there. Who's that on the line? Sorry, Benny. Who's that on the line? Um, it's uh, me. Oh, g'day, Michelle. How are you? Michelle. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Short stuff. Short stuff. Fantastic. Hey, uh, so can Thanks everybody hear Michelle well? Everyone's good? You can hear Michelle. Yep, loud and clear. Um, so do you have any, like, uh, growths coming out of your stumps or knobs? or? You got... Wow. Yeah? Uh, no. Okay. Oh. Hmm. I've still got uh, – my amputation was done about 15 years ago and the surgeon did a bloody good job. Great. It was, yeah. um, it was just below the knee. Okay. Michelle, can you can you still I mean you don't have any toes, do you? But do you actually feel sometimes you stump your toes sometimes? Yeah, like you know, feel of a toes phantom pain. I have feelings but not feelings in my toes. <laughs> 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 Nicely said. <laughs> well, right. you know, um Michelle, that is a we, we forget about that. Do you, I mean what, what happens there? I mean, yeah. It's a different one, isn't it? What do you mean? What happens there? I don't know. I know nothing. I'm different. Yes, we know that. I mean, you know. Very well. Very well. Yeah. I told the surgeon to take it off. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, but two, and I won that medal. Fantastic. Yeah, but Michelle, I don't have any. I don't have any nails. Right. Um, growing out of my other other foot because my mm. it's, it's complicated to explain, but my mm. um, foot is soldered over and my my t- my toes um, have a digging into my skin, but I can't feel it. Yes, oh, your toes claw in like a like Thank a like God. a claw, like an eagle's claw type thing, like an eagle's claw of some that. sort. Luke's describing. 
Yes. Yes. Hey, yeah. Can I ask nice. a question, please? Yes, of course. Go ahead. Who won the sunglasses? Oh, you yeah. know what, Michelle? We haven't actually drawn that winner. I guess I got, but I fell asleep during the whole thing. So um, let's announce a winner tonight. That's on my to-do list. Before we was uh, that finish that, up. Um, was that Before, that count to 200 scenario? Yeah. Was it? it was. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, um, I think I think. We'll Can I give that to you, Benny? Yeah, let me have a look. Was that from last night's show? Just no, not the night before. Yeah, Monday. two nights ago. Okay. Thank you, Monday night. Yes. If I win the sunglasses, right? He can have them. Oh, that's nice. Who? Well, who, who, who's, who's she giving them to? She's giving them to, to Lukey boy. Oh, no, thanks, Michelle. The, the other night. Oh, yeah, I know. I broke my ear, didn't I, Michelle? Yes, thanks for that. I really appreciate that. You're a good lady, Michelle. Pretty chuffed. It's pretty chuffed about that. Just before I go. Yes. um, Luke, again, I had a a bit of a look on your menu for Midnight Gardener. Yes. Yes. I'd like to know what are dumplings? Well, what dumplings are, Michelle? They're a famous. No, 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 no. Dumplings. Without the G. Yes, you've spelled oh, it. Too. Is there a typo? Do you have I a typo, dear? On your menu. That's how you say it when you're serving like a hundred of them. Do you want a hundred dumplings? Yeah, come right up. Dumplings! Oh, well. Dumplings or dumplings? Oh, I apologise, Michelle. You've picked me up on that. That was a test, and that, I tell you what, you've got free dumplings. That was actually a prize. If you saw the small... Uh, okay, and, small I think, and also... And, if you if you can win the glasses, I uh, then you can shut me a beer. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I tell you what, we can have a we can have a party around you, Michelle. Let's give you six beers, eh? You can roll on home. Never <laughs> <laughs> seen a paralytic paraplegic. Wow! Not recently, no, it's a interesting one. No, what happens there? Do you get pulled over? What do you say, hey, Arthur? Thank you, Michelle. Lovely. Thank you, Michelle. That's, uh, that was annoying. But, uh, yeah, no, she hasn't been pulled over. I don't think she drives. I think she takes think one of those bands. I think I've got a little fan there. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, well, I'm most surprised. Different. I'm going to go count these, okay? <laughs> All right, go no count worries. these, these <laughs> Now, on the Thanks, topic Manny. of prizes. You what? On the topic of prizes. Yes. Um, we... Have still got the Papanel giveaway to mm. give away. Yes. So it's a pair of beautiful cherry blossom modal pajamas. Mm. And all you have to do is jump onto our Talk Back with Thane and Sophia Instagram page, follow us. There's going to be a photo of me and some sleepwear. Click on that post, tag a friend, and then go and follow Papanel Sleepwear. You're in the draw, and we're going to draw that on Friday. And right, so you've got a full, you've got a full um, shot of you now, like a modeling oh. shot. Cool. We Ooh. did not hit the two hundred comment threshold. That's why my algorithm did not alert me. Oh, okay, well, year. thanks a lot. That's really depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, no. We need three. Uh, so, so we need to make up the difference. So, the first, the thirtieth text. Evening, Jody Clark. Fantastic. Hey, Jody. Steve Daniel. Hi, team. How was the KFC? Uh, hi, Benny. Um, the KFC was okay. 
People need a sperm. Uh, people need a sperm. People need a spam um, on that existing um, thread to get it up to two hundred, and that'll determine the winner. So um, we just need twenty-five more comments. The problem is, Benny, that the comments is, are spread across Chapel's Facebook page, mine, and talk with uh, the talk. Now we're talking about the sunglasses at this point, aren't we? No, this is your. Oh yeah, that's the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, I was just sort of for it. Yeah, so get that one up to two hundred, and we'll pull a winner. Um, as for Papa now, oh mate, they need a. There you go. Lovely. Okay, hey, hey Jody, um, jump on the Instagram, follow us, follow Papanel, and tag a couple of friends. Every tag to a new friend is another entry. So go absolutely ham. Get in there. Tag all your friends. Tag your mum. Tag your dad. Tag me. Tag Just Luke. Tag, yeah, tag me. We're Sarah, hi. Thing. If you haven't uh, heard the Papanel sleepwear draw is happening on Friday, get over to our Instagram page, follow Papanel, and tag as many people as you can on that picture of me wearing pyjamas, and you're in the draw. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, fun fact, um, when I'm having difficulties coming up with fun facts, I huff on this Sharpie, and um, I tell you, it uh, gets real funny real quick. Are you a Sharpie too? Are you a Sharpie chewer or, uh, or do you put uh, behind no, the I'm not much or? of a pen chewer. I'm, I'm more of a um, like huffing on vivids and Yoohoo glue and yep. solvents. Glue sniffing, it's, a, it's an ancient art, isn't it? It's an ancient, it's um, an ancient yeah, I never got into really huffing on solvents, to be honest. And um, um, what else was it? The little shoe oil or something like that, wasn't it? The old. There's a lot of, of kiwi, kiwi boot polish under the nose, you know? Yeah, yeah, food pots. That's what I was. <laughs> you oh look my like god! I wonder if you do that, eh? Hey? Cute little. <laughs> Jody's just said my dad passed recently, three days after a second COVID jab from blood clots and heart attack. Holy Jody, shit. oh my god, I'm so sorry to hear that. Sorry, Jody. Yeah, um, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, that is a common side effect of the vaccine. Um, that is kind of it's rare, but it's common. So. I don't really when know was what to that, say. Jody? Um, Three days ago. No, no, I don't think that's what that means. Three days after his booster. Yeah. I wonder so, if Jody, yeah. the, in the comments, Jody, is a link. It says restream. Click on it. Join us and let us know your story. Uh, I don't want to, you know, because Benny's throwing facts around like it's a common side effect. It well, might be, but I'd love oh, to hear it your is story. A known, it's a known side effect. It's yeah, well, that means that it's well. If it's one that they mention, that's where the the, the term "common" would come from. Um, yeah. Jody, if you don't want to jump on the screen, like if you do jump on the screen, you don't want to put your video on. Just turn your video off, or you can call through on the phone. Yeah, phone's good to go, guys. That's well, so very interesting. Your nails tonight. I'm going to do my knitting tomorrow. Oh my god, are you knitting? I'm knitting as well. Yeah, I've I'm just started the back of the jumper. I'm up to. Yeah, well, I'm, up, I'm just trying to get my first knot going. It's quite hard. You're not knitting. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. Okay, I guys, I've got 
facts here from the official documentation from the Ministry of Health. It reads on the document, there are some side effects that more that are more serious but very rare, like a severe allergic reaction or an inflammation of the heart. If you develop difficulty breathing, a racing heart, chest pain, or feel faint immediately or in the days mm. after the vaccine, you should seek medical attention. Thanks, lady. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, I, I think, uh, you know, I went in, I kind of did a little bit of research about it, but when I went for my jabs, I just treated it like bungee jumping. I just had to have some strong belief that it was yeah. going to take care of me and that I wasn't going to have any side effects. And just I like just, a parachute, right? Just like a parachute. Yeah, jump you're, in that you're like a tank, though, Thane. Like, yeah. my second jab absolutely knocked me for six. And I, I was sick for probably like a week afterwards, so much so that I went and got a COVID test because I was like, holy moly, what's happened here? But yeah, I don't totally. usually get sick. So See, I, I'm quite a tank as well, but it hit me big time. I trusted the jab like a good condom, you know, like normally it'll be safe, but sometimes it breaks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, so that's that trusted. I trusted the brand, Durex. Oh, no, I, I trust the, the speaking of brands. It's just the fact that it's gone through emergency, you know, that the legalities that, around it is that's right. I'm with you, Sophia, on your side, that there. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I guess you have to just say, well, what's the alternative and consider your. Mm. your options carefully and then make a decision from there. But um, apparently Pfizer was with BioNTech and they agreed not to make any money during the pandemic on the sales of their um, vaccination. Uh, but the other one, they were, yeah, initially not to take money from it. And there was another one. I'll, I'll re-Google the thing that I found. And yes, it is on Google, so I could be completely wrong. But this is what I've yeah. read, um, that one of the other ones, were they were making about $25 per vaccination, per shot. Um, yep. And, yeah, they're all, you know, paid for by the U.S. government. But Pfizer refused money from the U.S. government. And the billions of people in the world... Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lot of money, eh? They make a money, all right, for sure. Yeah. yeah the the race was I'd, like to see on our, I'd like to see on our comments there, Vax or no Vax, just a little bit of a poll, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, Carl, I, I just got my second two days ago, just came right arm still sore. Yeah, that, that um, arm starts feeling sore like the second day in, doesn't it? And it stays there for a couple of fair couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did it was it three because I've waited for six weeks now for my one. I think the people who've waited three weeks have a bit more of a reaction than the ones who waited for six weeks, like myself. I waited three weeks, and what is it that the the six weeks they say um, you build a better immunity? Actually, yeah. those antibodies build up a wee bit more. But uh, I got mine after three weeks, and yeah, was a bit of a shit show for that week, but not too bad. I had one day where I needed to be in in bed. That's very cool. Right, we've got our special guest here, everybody. Cool. What do we got? Uh, 9.27. Palmer Bradbury, welcome to the show. How are you, mate? Good, comrades. Very well, thank you. Very How are good. you? Shit. How long have you been locked up for? 
Uh, I'm Moses in a hoodie. <laughs> this is six weeks, mate. This is six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is two hours. It's just bad. <laughs> hey, um, Robert Bradbury, nice to have you on board. Uh, in your regular uh, position here, we'll have a little bit of a political chat. If you've got any questions for Bomber, just write them in the comments, or you can give us a call. Uh, the phone number to call us is 021-949-555 if you've got a question for Bomber in the next 10 or so. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, we'll talk Hayden to you. Brown says, I'm mm. sure that's Phil Gifford. Gifford? He's oh, Gifford. Gifford. Yeah, it's, he used to be on ZB back in the day. Loose head Len. Hey, uh, mate, tell me, um, so Trump is looks like he's making a play for the White House, like a serious one now. He's out doing speeches again. What's going on there? Oh, yeah, no, no. I, 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 don't, I don't think that there was any chance that he wasn't going to run um, – uh, for 2024. The only option they had really to stop him altogether was impeaching, <clears throat> impeaching mm. him. And if they impeached him, you've got the ability to ban someone from future elections. They yeah. didn't show, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't take that option in front of them, the Americans. And, oh, he's, he's dead. Well, they tried, didn't they? Well, the Republicans were just too pussy about it. And, went, and they let him back yeah. in. Um, and, and and after after he attempted to storm his own parliament building, um, he, oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. There's no question he's coming back. Uh, he's running. It'll be him and his running partner will be Darth Vader, or some other equally toxic person. Um, and and he will he'll have a he'll have a fair shot. I think of it. Um, oh yeah, for not, sure. Not, That's not the serious thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, not 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 because he's 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 good or smart or clever or it's just I think uh, America's in so much trouble um, yeah. with COVID that all of the problems that are mounting there are just going to get blamed on Biden. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're now, and they are nineteen hundred a dead a day. That's just that's just. Yeah. Incredible. Hey, Bob, Bob, I've got a question for you about the American government. Mate, with the, yes, the politics. There's so many billion and million, there's so many million people in America, and they've got these two people going for it. Why isn't there like a JFK situation or another Barack Obama? Just a younger person who's got a charisma. Is it money? Is What is it? I just can't understand it. It's. American politics is so incredibly complex and there are so many moving parts to it. Think of it like Game of Thrones, but with more violence and incest. And I think that it takes a hell of a lot to be able to get the party machine behind you. Uh, Biden was chosen because after four years of Trump, the American political body just wanted to have a support, emotional support bet. And I think mm. that's what Biden was. He's an emotional support Labrador, and he hands out the puddles and the kisses. Uh, mm. And I think that after four years of being shell-shocked by Trump, that's what the, the political body needed. Um, in terms of big aspiration and, and the rhetoric and people who can, you know, climb on board, uh, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that there's anything like that out there uh, at, at the moment, and I don't think there's anything out there out like that, that kind of leadership right now because those kind of leaders are formed in, in remarkable cultural times. 
And, yeah. and, and, and we're not kind of having any of that leadership. If you look at the right, it's imploding and becoming just lunacy level QAnon nonsense. And on the left, we are so busy bickering amongst ourselves about who can say what and who can't say what and mm. what you might be able to say. And, oh, you're transphobic for this. And, oh, you're racist for this. No, you're sick. The, the, the right look for recruits, the left look for traders. And yeah, Bowman, so- yeah, Bowman, you've got this thing called the family in America, right? Yeah. The family, which is this, this sort of nucleus thing. And then you've got religion outside the family, so many. And then you've got politicians, right? Is there such a thing called the family? Is there that thing that they all get sucked into, recruited, and then religion's put through their veins, and then, it, then whatever? Yeah, I think I think when when you're really dedicated towards wanting power in America, you're prepared to sacrifice anything, and mm. and if you play you you play to win. Um, it's 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 the largest democratic superpower in the world. Whoever gets to whisper things into that ear, that's that's power. So uh, people are prepared to go to great lengths to to use religion, to use access, to use connections to get what they want. Mm. Got a question here from Selena Ann from the comments. Cancel culture is pretty whack. Your thoughts on that, Bomber? Uh, cancel culture, I think, is one of the worst things the left indulges in. Uh, like I said, you know, the right mm. look for recruits, the left look for traders. If we're so busy banning and cancelling everyone for, oh, you said this and it's bad, and oh, you said that because it's bad, that, that, that one, one, all it does is it push. I mean, there's a reason why, right? There's a reason why Donald Trump got more votes this election than last election. That crazy bastard shouldn't have gotten any bloody votes. Yeah. For four years, his votes went up. And why did his votes go up? Because the left, we on the left, we who were so pure on the left, went about cancelling people for the last four years. Like, oh, you can't be part of our club because you think this. Or you said that. Or you did this. or you did, And we cancel and we cancel and we cancel. And where else are they supposed to go? Other than the arms of the right. So I think cancel yeah. culture is counterproductive. And it's not... Look, we all have some stupid ideas sometimes, right? Yeah. And the and the best way we have those ideas teased out is if you have open dialogue. If you're so focused on just you're cancelled, you're cancelled, you're it's, it's almost like it's 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 almost like a religion, isn't it? And it's, and it's also really strange to sort of go, well, you're cancelled, you're cancelled. Oh, but everybody has a voice. Like you have to respect everyone for being different. It's like, well. You can't be different if you can't say anything because then you're going to be told off for saying it. It's just ridiculous. Where is personality going to go? It just removes the essence of a human being down to being too terrified to say anything at all. And this is – and this, yeah, sorry. You get kicked out of the family. Where do you go? You go to the gangs, don't you? Right, right, right. And I just, I just don't think that cancelling people is what a fruitful progressive democracy does. Like I'm, I am a, I am a proud lefty, and I will step into any ring, anywhere, any time, and defend my values, my ideas, and my my, my beliefs. And be, and, and, and and I do that because I have faith intellectually in my argument and what I believe in. If all you're doing is cancelling people, what you're really saying is I don't have the intellect to counter your argument, and yeah. so because I hear the debate, I'm simply yeah. going to have you cancelled. What the hell is that supposed to 
win arguments and, and bring people across to your side of thinking if all you're doing is cancelling someone. I you totally know? agree, Bob. I mean, you talk about politics all the time, and you're having a discussion. You're not having an argument. I believe you're having discussion, and that is really uh, – that is. you know, I listen to my friends and they listen to me, and at the end of the day, we walk away as mates because we've had a great, robust discussion. Some people right. get really upset. And yeah, that's something that's the younger generation as well. They're so busy being offended by everything. They don't stop to fucking learn anything. You know, it's like you can't learn anything if you're constantly offended by someone else's point of view. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's moving on to, the, sorry, oh, bombing you. It, it's interesting, just finally to wrap that up. I think it's very, very interesting because you, all four of us here were raised in a very different educational um, uh, environment and culture. We were all raised in an educational uh, environment that said, be the best you can be. The millennials, however, were brought up in an educational value that said, everyone's special. Now, you can immediately see the problems between Mm. be the best you can be and everyone's special. And because Mm. you have millennials raised by helicopter parents who removed all problems around them, they grew up in a belief system thinking, well, if at any time I'm challenged by something and I feel uncomfortable by it and it makes me feel bad, then I'm being emotionally triggered and yeah. that mm. isn't good for my emotional health and that has to be removed. Well, that's not the way the real world works. We're no, yeah. bombarded by people's opinions yeah. that we don't like and we just have to live with that rather than going, cancel. Now, Bomber, thoughts on how long Crusher can hang on uh, before being rolled? Who is likely to replace you? Last week you said Simon 2.0. Last week, last week she said, I am never, ever, 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 ever resigning. And you just went, girlfriend wants it. She is not giving up. That woman loves power the way great white sharks love blood. She's never, never, ever, ever, ever handing it over. And because her caucus are such spineless gimps and wimps and cowards, no one's going to challenge her. Bomber, Luxton's not going to be there, is he? I can't. No, Bomber, he's not going to. I like Shane Ritty, to be honest. Shane, look, Shane, Shane's, I mean, look, let's be honest. I mean, there aren't that many intelligent members left in that caucus. Shane's great. You're absolutely right. I just don't think Luxton, I just, I just think that in modern day New Zealand, no one's going to vote for someone who honestly in their heart of hearts believes the earth's 7,000 years old. I just, yeah, I just, yeah. I, they're not going. They just, they just, yeah, it's like, it's okay, I'm glad you the 7,000 years old, but I'm not going to vote for you, you know? Nah. Now, can I just quickly yeah. bring up Sean Plunkett? Yes. He had his article and stuff in a couple last couple of days ago. Um, what right wing talkback bloke, uh, salt of the earth when it comes to the heartland. Uh, he's on our show tomorrow, but what are your thoughts about this? Um, I, look, I think that what we were just discussing, how that there is, it, it's funny, isn't it? We've got more opportunity to express ourselves than we've ever had in our lifetimes. Mm. Yet so often we self-censor our own thoughts and our own voice mm. so quickly because we're frightened. Well, yeah. this, is this going to get me cancelled? Am, am I suddenly going to have a woke lynch mob on my back going crazy or crazy mm. alt-right QAnon nutters going to say that I'm a fascist because I believe in vaccination? We, we actually self-censor ourselves and there's such a difference now between what people say and talk amongst themselves and what their public voice on anything mm. is. 
And I think that as that distance gets further and further apart, places like what 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 Plunkett's wanting to do, I think that it's ripe. It's ripe for that kind of the market's ripe for that kind of audience. Because after a while, if you don't see your own thoughts or your own own ideas or your own beliefs reflected any longer in the in the, in the mainstream media, you start finding it and looking for it elsewhere. Do you see similarities between Justin Trudeau and Jacinda Ardern? Um, it's a great question. I think they're both young. I think they're both um, uh, um, uh, millennials, Gen Xers. I think, Gen, I think Trudeau's Gen Xer. Um, I think they both try very hard to be nice, and I mm. think they get mocked and ridiculed for it. Uh, that that spitting image um, um, joke that they put on uh, this week of Jacinta closing all of the borders was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and well, uh, Winston Peters, has he got one more shot? I heard him on Q&A, and I really enjoyed listening to that. Guy. How good was he, right? You can't was, even rule him out. Yeah, mate, um, you just cannot rule him out. I reckon he's got one more shot. I, I, was, I right. I think you're right. I, th- I think he's back for 2023. He, at the moment, in the UMR polling is 4.3%. If you look at how New Zealand First has rated and ranked before elections, he's always usually he under polls by 3 or 4%. If he's on 4.3% now he's on, on election day, he's definitely over 5% on election yeah. day. How can Jacinda lose this? What, what, what could she do now to blow um, being elected again? Blow um, too, Thane. Probably that word blow. Yeah, I think I think that the, the, there is only one scenario whereby she loses, and I think the scenario is if if the virus gets back into the news in, in, into New Zealand in a way that is grossly incompetent to the common person in the street. Like yeah. if, they, if they look at it and go, "Now nah, you should have known about that and covered that off." Yeah, there yeah. will be anger. There will be anger, and the and the electorate will turn on Jacinda because the one thing she's been able to do so far, she hasn't been able to do anything really on patrol poverty. She hasn't really been able to do anything on housing. She hasn't really been able to do anything on inequality. She hasn't really been able to do anything on health. She hasn't been able to do anything on education. But keeping COVID out. She's our girl. And when you ask most New Zealand Labour voters to name just one Labour Party policy, they all say, Jacinda saved us. When yeah. your policy platform is seen as saving every single person I know, oh, you're in, you're in, you're in, you're in, right? And I also think there's no one out there that's really giving her a run for her money. So if no. there was someone out there that was, you know, equally as good or better on the other side, then you go, well, maybe not. Yeah, um, Jello. Yeah, I could go for it uh, for, for <laughs> a party somewhere along the line. A hey, bomber. Um, she will lose it if South Auckland is uh, rife with uh, COVID, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I think I think if this if this particular variant gets out, um, it's it's just going to decimate um, the overcrowded housing situation in South Auckland. Um, and 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 we know that with uh, this virus, it really hits people in poverty hardest. Mm. So once, if, if, if it gets away on us, yeah, there's trouble then. But but people, people will have to see that it's come from a leak that was incompetent. That's right. Yeah. Melbourne politics, 
Australian politics. What's happening over there, Bomber? What is happening over there? Oh, my God. My eyes are going. Well, and they had the earthquake, and they're still going. Uh, you've had, you've had similar to, to New Zealand, you've had 30 years of neoliberal economic policies where working class people have been denigrated, looked down upon, seen as pieces of trash, fuck them, they're smelly, white rubbish, da-da-da-da-da. And then when we get to a stage where we have to say, hey, listen to us, please listen to us, this is in your best, you know, this is for, the, for, for, for your best interests, Please get the vaccination. They go. They go. Screw you. Screw you. Mm-hmm. Where, where have you been? And that rage, that that, that pent up rage at being ignored, uh, and always being the first on the lines of any economic reforms. It's mm-hmm. always young white working class men uh, who don't have a hell of a lot of skills beyond um, beyond college. Uh, they're always the first ones on the economic scrap heap. Um, these are people who drink the same beer as their dad. You know, yeah. uh, workplace. They've been, they've been, they've been shat upon for such a long period of time. You get to this point where they're now economically hurting because they've been in lockdown for such a long time, and now they're saying, "Hey, you have to be, you have to get a jab. You've got to get this. You get that." That anger and that fear has been manipulated by the far right and by the white supremacist movement in in um, Australia, and you saw it explode today. It's going to get uglier. Yeah, it went really ugly today. Now, who is that chap on your left-hand shoulder, my friend? Ah, uh, that's Marks. That is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Got to have yeah. every every good left house, every good left-wing house has to have a small shrine to, to Marks. There we go. I was <laughs> yeah, just like it. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, my daughter, my daughter pointed to him and said, "Father Christmas," and I said, "In a funny way, yes." <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Father Christmas the other day about the Indian ones, but uh, let's carry carry on. Yeah. Uh, does Helen Clark run the Labour government? Not anymore. Not anymore. No, 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 no. Uh, her her influence has waned dramatically. She's still, you know, she's still one of the people who they'll listen to, mm. but in terms of actual power, no. Okay. Here's a, here's a good hey, point, nice, nice having you on, Bob. We've got to move. I've got another guest uh, course, on our show. Of course, of course. And we'll see you back here next Wednesday, a little after nine o'clock, mate. We appreciate your input. Uh, contributions amazing. Thank you. Uh, Everybody loves always. you, by the way. <laughs> all we get is just my bomber, pleasure. My bam, pleasure. All night. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Cheerio. Thank Thanks, you, mate. Bomber. Bomber Bradley, everyone, the uh, editor of the Daily Blog. So check out his blog. Uh, we're going to come back to – how's the nails going over there, Sophia? Good? I'm finished the first two coats. I've got to do a top coat, but my computer's running out of battery, so I'm just going to pop in my um, charger. I'll be two seconds. Okay, okay. no problem. Okay, we have got uh, a special guest on the line. Let's go there now, guys. Mm. His name is Samir. Is that him on sp- uh, saying it right? Samir, is it? Exactly it. You've got it. Bang on. Fantastic. Samir. 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 Bang on. Mm. Excellent. Well, Samir, welcome to the program. Now, uh, you messaged me the other day and said, mate, can I, can I come on your podcast? So I said, help yourself. And then you, you were kind of typing like I knew you, but I had no idea really what you were going on about. So can you recall your story, uh, how, how, how we uh, got to know each other and, and how you were here today? 
Well, that's it. I, um, as a kid, I always went up to see Dad in Auckland, the school holidays. So I was based in Palmy, went up to see Dad. We started listening to George. Sure enough, I heard your voice just as uh, things were really growing with electronic music. And uh, I was just that fly on the wall of DJing and music. I got into it all. At the very same time, I was sort of just like a hawk on everyone's shoulders and following everything. I was just falling in love with it all. Um, and I always just had these little dreams. I think, oh, it'd be great to, you know, just bump into some of this person somehow. And and I believe you, I think that's half of the trick is you think about it and yeah. you position yourself from it, you know. All your actions come from your thought. Yeah, I didn't happen. I wasn't supposed to be at the library, but I started trying to go out and explore after we finished Dad's um, plumbing. We helped Dad. He's a plumber drain layer. So it was just that, you know, I always wanted to meet some of these cool cats. And um, sure enough, we're in the library, and uh, there you were. I think, yeah, your printer at home wasn't working. I didn't actually help you um, by as well. It was the oh, library right. who helped you, but I, I just had to ask. I, 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 no, that's you. Hey, Fane, you know, you don't know me from a bar of soap, yeah. but actually you listened to my um, internet radio station when I was 11 years old, and uh, I added everyone on Facebook just cold hard, as yeah. you do, when you're passionate, and um, and you were in the middle of a radio show, and you're on your break, and you were listening to my radio station show. How cool is that? You were on your own one. So, I mean, I'll never forget yeah. that day as well. And if one thing Lou Dello knows... Always support the little guy, right, Luke? Always support 100%. the little guy. Support the little guy, mate. It's like a chessboard, mate. All those little guys go ahead and the big fat guys behind. But, man, you got to look after those little guys because you need more and more of those little guys. They get knocked over all the time. You need to replace them in white, black, whatever colour they are. Absolutely. But, you know, hey, Samir, um, I believe in that, mate. I put it out to the universe. Every day I put something to the universe. I just think it out, mate. I think it out. Think it out. And today I had some great news about the universe. I wanted my daughter to get this thing, and it came to her today. It came to her today. She just got a scholarship in America, Portland, University oh, well Basketball. Awesome. Well done. It was the universe. It was yeah. her... She did the good work. But back to you, Samir. Where's that name from, by the way? So, Samir, it's an Arabic name. My dad's born in Arabic. It's yeah, Arabic, yep. Um, um, now, right at the top of Africa, you'll find a country called Algeria. It's the biggest mm. country in Africa. And my yep. dad was born there. He moved to New Zealand, met my mum through the um, family. My brother, my dad's brother was the first. So it kind of came through the family. I was born here in Auckland. Um, and honestly, um, Samir, literally, my mum, my dad's Muslim, my mum's Christian. Not to give her any more, but in my mind, every day, oh, I'm here. I'm here today to share the testimony of how there is a great sort of in between the religion of humanity. Can we all look that I am no mistake here? And I went up to the church people in the mosque and I say, hey. There is something beyond all this, and that is that I'm no mistake being bought. But maybe they, they shouldn't. There is something deeper. And, so and uh, I've, I've got a thing here, Samir. It's an interesting thing you point on, all what you're just pointing on here. Where you were born, you've got no choice where you're born. Exactly. And it's an amazing, that little, whatever it is, that, that, that soul, that bit of light, that whatever it happens, that life. You're born in Algeria. I'm born in New Zealand. Someone's born, born in Ireland. Oh, How is that? My dad, my, yeah, but exactly. Your dad's born in Algeria. Yeah, I couldn't change my dad being born in a different country. Ah. Change. No. It makes you colourful and beautiful. Yeah. So where have you ended up, Samir? So what's happening now? So you, you were all about internet radio in the early days. You were loving yeah. electronic music. Where did you land? 
Well, I was uh, doing a lot of stuff with the Doble Brothers. I shout out to them, and we were all just a bunch of kids in school loving music, and we all helped each other, chipped in with different things. And um, sure enough, I just keep following that music bag, um, you know, that journey while I was doing my schoolwork. And uh, I, I'm always been into computers, so whilst sort of doing a lot of things on my plate, every time I came up and uh, yeah, went to Auckland, I sort of almost just extended that far note and. Uh, Sure enough, one day I had the voice in my heart say, Samir, you always um, wanted to be a teacher when you grew up. And my whole life, all I've been doing is just helping people. Every little thing I might be able to help someone with, it's a win-win. I feel so good. They helped me back. And, um, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm actually studying at the moment at AUT North Shore uh, to become mm -hmm. a high school teacher with the one-year grad diploma. So um, through that bachelor's course I did at UCOL, paying off all that study, study link and all that stuff. But, you know, sometimes it's about, you know, do it first, apologize later, or maybe just, you know, borrow some money, pay it back later. Life is too short to work. I'm going to give you the $50 Midnight Gardener voucher, Samir, for our on, on our, on our yeah. call of the week. Mate, I've, thank, thank God you're a teacher, mate. You're a beautiful teacher, a beautiful soul. I've known you for two and a half minutes. You're a beautiful soul, mate. $50 voucher on me. Thane, you organise that, please, mate. Done. We'll sort it out, mate. Congratulations. We'd love to have a drink with you. And you're getting some really nice uh, messages coming through. Congrats. Don't give up. And also, you're from Palmy North, aren't you? Are you Palmy? Palmy North. Oh, Palmy North. It's it's just a, such a family there. Palmy hard. Palmy hard. Yeah. And, um, I ended up being a bit world famous in Palmy. Um, what happened was I just, uh, I didn't want to come home after school, right? Because I was, you know, going through my journey. I um, I was hanging at the youth space, City Library, and uh, I ended up getting into youth parliament as a youth MP. I ended up doing all these great little things. And, and my message to anyone tuning in is actually, you'll be surprised how many opportunities. We live in New Zealand. And there are so many good people still here in our country. We have a culture of, um, you know, Kiwi attitude. We can do it, number eight, why? But also, there is win-win out there, guys. So um, to anyone tuning in, it's the, the world's not all big doom and gloom. That's what I thought growing up with my situation. But, um, you know, go out there, do something interesting after school. Don't go home. You might find people that you can um, end up learning a lot of things from and calling yeah, them. i got to ask, yeah. what are you balancing your phone on? Boy, it's, oh, I'm uh, actually on the MacBook. Um, my oh, music, okay. music actually bought this um, this laptop, so I've always been making music in uh, in public spots. So I actually told you about that one. Um, I I was in Palmy. That's how I became world famous. I was at the the shopping mall every day after school. My laptop that uh, I hustled my uncle who came from France to visit us on holiday. He's like, anything you ask, I'll get a laptop because you know. How's your French? How's your French? The Algerians are French, uh, speak French, don't they? How's your French? Oh, it's terrible. I cheated all my way through high school with those um, French exams, as we all did, because, uh, you know, yeah. I think you've really got to be there in the country, eh? It's it's one thing yeah. I'm learning. You've got to be around the people, but uh, I'm not correct. That is, that is correct. Uh, Algerians speak French, don't they? Exactly. I can't wait to um, head along there, because I'd love to learn the language and Arabic as well. So yeah. me, it just reminds me of the guy that kind of like the battler that just gets gets the job done, but is willing to open his mind and uh, and learn a whole lot of stuff, you know. And he brings a lot of positive energy. He's pretty good for the world. Um, but he'd also got that kind of I've lied on my CV vibe, which I like as well. 
Yes. Yes. Now yep. I've got a little quote here, and that is you gotta play the game to flip the script. Now, you know, I um you can be humble and all that, but you know, when you really go through those experiences of life, you end up realizing that, you know, you really gotta believe in yourself. And uh I went to future leaders, I went to all these amazing things that they do for you here in New Zealand. And if there's one thing I've got out of all of us, it's um what James Shaw said, it's um, yeah, do something first, apologize later. And um if I can kind of just combat Combine that all into one thing. It's um, you know, take a chance on yourself. You know, life's too short. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'll tell you, if you don't cross the road, you're not going to get anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Well, hey, mate, I love the quotes. I love the vibe. I love the attitude, and I loved having you on the show. Thank you very much for chatting with us tonight, mate. Send me give him a round of applause. What a good guy, and the winner of our twenty-five dollar midnight voucher uh, voucher. 50, 50, 50, 50. 50. Let's give 50. him fifty bucks. Thank you very much, mate. A pleasure. Oh, before you go, we made an NFT that we might sell on your behalf. Check this out. There you are. Oh, in fact, I can add that to the collection of my NFTs now. Now I'm really famous. Perfect, mate. All the best. Thank you very much. Awesome. See you, mate. Yeah, it was nice there having you uh, some on the show. You never know what you're going to get on this uh, little show in the evening, do you? It was lovely, awesome. and I, I really like that vibe. Yeah, he's I got a lot of big energy vibes from him too, yeah. I believe he's yeah, a high-functioning individual, and um, he creates winning situations for himself, and it looks like he's created a, um, a winning lifestyle. Hey, guys, um, last night Luke Dello said that he was uh, off fishing, uh, and I think you were going to, what, put your uh, your little oar down and point sheep reserve or something like that. That's right. I was really in there too. I had to tramp through the bush a bit. I got a little bit lost. I went round and round. As, well, I had my GoPro on my head and my lamp and so forth. Just a, but uh, you know, I got a there, but I did get lost. I got lost in this little bush. I just round and round. The, the you know the, the the clouds went over the moon. I lost my bearings. I lost my Matariki. Should we have a look? Should we have a look? Here we yeah. go. Here's the footage. Here's can see why I got lost, eh? Because the, yeah. the Chinese, I couldn't read the signs. It was like, like in the, I was in the Japanese gardens and the Chinese wow. emperor. How confusing. Yeah. You're a heavy breather. Yeah. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Yeah, it's quite horrifying. That was a steep hill like that. That didn't really show it, really. It was a steep hill like that. And um, oh, I'm lucky to come back alive. I got home about 2 a.m. in the morning. Knees yeah. were, were your knees all cut up? Kind of, sort of. I've got a couple of bruises up here, you know. Um, got the big guns going. Um, oh, I'm gonna roll around in the bush. Yeah, so I'm the bush man. 
So, uh, <laughs> did you enjoy that little? Uh, yeah, there you go. That was yeah, horrifying. It's nice. it a bit wheezy. Yeah. I'm it glad was a bit I must admit, I must admit. Have we got time to ring Russia? Uh, you do. I'm no. just going to have a quick toilet break, mate. So, we'll, uh, can you take care of things now, guys? Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. Absolutely. Are you going to call Russia? I'm not sure. Not free of charge inside the United States. Oh. If answered, you will be charged for the international portion of your call. Yeah. If you do not wish to proceed, please hang up now. I've never spoken to a Russian before. No, neither. I used to go calling? to school with a Russian. Russians. Vladimir Borisenko, thank you for calling Mother Russia. What do you got yeah. there, Pepsi? Yeah, I've got a two-liter yeah. bottle of fucking Pepsi. That's that's very Russian, isn't it? Hello. I haven't seen anyone drink Pepsi since 1998. What's happened to my Russian people? Oh, here we go. Oh, hello. Thank you for calling yeah, the Reservations Department. Oh. For new reservations, press 1. For questions about an existing reservation, press 2. To check hotel rates and availability, press 3. For all other inquiries, please press 0. Hmm. I like the zero. New reservations only. If you are attempting to reach a hotel representative for a question not related Doesn't to a reservation, Russian. please hang up and call the hotel directly. I'm trying to replace. Any updates here? For new reservations only. Oh. If you are attempting to reach a hotel representative for a question not related to a reservation, well, please bringing... hang up and call the hotel. Nice. Like, the bloody hotel. I'm going to ring up myself. Speak to a Russian. That's my thing for today, okay? Okay. Can you, you go right. work on that for a second? We're going to come back to that. No, we've got our guest uh, who's arriving. I might give that one a go. Samuel Flynn Scott, welcome to the show. How are you, mate? Hello, I'm good. Thank you. Howdy. Now, um, thank you, We've got uh, Sophia Mantel. We've got Luke Dello on the nice line now joining us. Luke, hello. Sam, how are you? Sam or Sammy or Samuel? Well, not often Sammy, but no. Sam or Samuel is good. What your mum call you? I feel like is what my dad calls me. It makes me feel like a dog. Samuel? <laughs> yeah, that's it, I reckon. Get here, Samuel. Get in. <laughs> Samuel's very, sorry, Sammy's very one-day cricket, isn't it? Grab us a beer, Sammy, if you're going up five. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Anyways. Mate, I'm thinking. Well, there's Darren Sammy, who's in the West Indies cricket team. There you go. Da da. Um, what do you, how's your how's your lockdown been? What have you been up to? Anything interesting? Well, I live in Wellington, so oh, oh right. luxury. Yeah. yeah, how's that going? Um, you at level two? We're, we've been we weren't in lockdown for all that long, to be honest. Yeah. This time around, three Which weeks or something. Good. Yeah, um, but you know, level two is. Um, more intense than last time, I guess. Mm, yeah, um, got those added flourishes on there just to make it a little bit shit. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I don't know. Everything feels weird still, I guess. Yeah. But it was funny, wasn't it? Because we really we got out of the rhythm of, of um, feeling weird about COVID in New Zealand. We sort of got into this other rhythm of just being like, we're fine. We're fine. We'll all be vaccinated when everything will be over and then... <laughs> Not so fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. we're going nowhere fast, that's for sure. So Aucklanders are getting vaccinated, but I hear still there's 6,000 spaces, uh, vacu- uh, sorry, vaccination spots available at, like at the airport, which is quite a large uh, venue per day, mm. but only a 1,000 people are showing up. So, yeah, that's the drive-through thing, isn't it? That yeah. drive-through one. So they're thinking about putting bands on, free KFC, all that, yeah. trying to trying to get people to go and get vaccinated. And I just don't. I'm 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 a pro vaxxer. I'm just like, whatever I got to do to get it done, I'm going to do. But I uh, I can't get my head around these people who don't want to do it. But see, choice. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that thought. I mean, what about us people who are missing out? It's like the smoker and the work thing. Everyone has a break. They have a cigarette, smoke, have a break. But the people who are working never have that break. So like us having a vax, a vaccination. I've had it. Everyone else is like skipping off having a cigarette. Do you know the scenario there? It's Do you want to have another analogy. vaccination, Luke? Yes. Get another jab. Yeah. yeah. Are you fully um, jabbed up there, Samuel? I've had one jab. Um, yeah, just yeah. as a test because I'm actually an anti vaxxer. All right. This is great. So, okay. You just do one, see how it goes. Yeah, just to and see if my and my cell phone reception did improve. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so people good. are following you more often. Point proven. Yeah, exactly. Are you, are you working on anything? Um, you know, right now, is there some stuff bubbling while the world's so confused and upside down? Have you got things bubbling? Yeah, I mean, not much um, in terms of Phoenix Foundation or anything. Luke Buddha's got a solo album coming out. I think in about. A few days or something, even. Yep. So I'm here to plug his album. <laughs> it's, that's what I'm doing. No, um, we're doing Wellington Paranormal at the moment. Yeah. What's so just that? making scary sounds. Oh, okay. Because you not only have Phoenix Foundation, but you've got your own solo thing that you're doing, and you also do um, composing for movies and all sorts. And I saw that you write for the spinoff as well. What time Every now and again, write for the spinoff, yeah. Are you making great... sourdough as well? Jeez Louise. I do I do make sourdough as well, yeah. Come on, you got a picture of your sourdough? Come on, where is it? I've got one. I've shown Sophia my sourdough. How sure I, I, I don't know if I can share it on here, but look. Um... Okay, we'll, share, we'll do sourdough face-off. I, um, do you know I what I'm going to do? I'm going to search bread in my Google Photos. Oh, do you? Can you do it like that? Tell Luke all about that because he's just discovered Google Docs and he's very excited. I've not heard of Google Photos. Is that a on a not an iPhone on an Android? It's uh, it's just you can have it on iPhone or anything. Oh, there's um, Luke sourdough. Oh yeah, it's it looks you pretty good. It next to can a you see that? Of what was, yeah, yeah, that looks good. Look, good crumb. Yeah, good crumb, but the ear pockets. Oh yeah! Oh, wow. oh, like, oh yeah! Go on then. I'm gonna bring up my focaccia. Hold on. Uh, this is a sourdough thing, Sophia. Not no, no, no. Fuck off, Fuck Luke! I'm bringing up the focaccia. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, Lawrence Arabia's got a focaccia thing going on on Twitter. He's trying to See? find the origins of focaccia in New Zealand when it first showed up. Whether it was oh, yeah. you know mid '90s, early '90s, late '80s. Okay, this is where we're starting with it. Let's see if I go the right way. Nope, that's the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Nope, that's – okay, hold on. I've ruined my own thing. Okay, that's the finished product. Well, this oh, one, look at that. An extra <laughs> drizzle of olive oil. Oh, you've um, just – See, see that? 
Oh, yeah, it's pretty just decent. I love yeah, how competitive you and I are, yeah. Luke. That we are you scoring the dough, Luke? Because it yes, looks like it's splitting. But you maybe no, need to score it a little bit more. Yes, correct, Samuel. Oh, look at this. Brioche buns up here. Brioche. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, cinnamon rolls, guys. Chelsea they were buns. delicious, yeah. Hey, so you they should actually put a bit of bread yeah. sort of bread sort of um, dye in your icing, Sophia, to make it that oh look oh, oh look yeah. at that. Wow. Oh yeah. You pulled your you pulled your dough a bit there, Samuel. I like how you got your ear pockets. Now what's your trick there? Mm. Well, it's a very long leaven leaven okay. time with, with a lot yeah. of folds. Yeah, it's really? a lot of folds, man. Do you, you put in butter on that bad boy or are you dip in oil and salt? Are you mad, mate? It's full-on butter, bro. Butter, yeah. butter, as I reckon. Butter. You know, focaccia for the olive oil, sourdough yeah. for the butter. Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable. I like to That's... put butter on and then put salt on it. Oh, yeah. God, you've got my heart there, Sophie. I tell you. A little, little bit of mold and salt. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I was in Packensafe the other day and I saw Malden salt and it was on sale. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy some. And I've just stashed it because I'm about to move house. So I've got a fresh pack ready to go on my new kitchen. So I feel really chic. I'm just going to go check my starter now. One moment. You get your starter, Samuel. Okay. My starter's back inside and it's really cold. Also, <laughs> my starter, I haven't made any, any in about two weeks. So it's oh, you better feed it. Well, I've got it in the fridge. It's just hibernating now. Oh, yeah. I, see, I froze my sourdough last time because I decided to stop for a few months. Here's my starter. Yeah, it was fine. My risen from there to there, so I'm about to hibernate it. And oh, then I'll yeah. feed it in the morning, and I'm going to make a um, an onion. I've just caramelized my oh. onions two days ago, and I'm yes. going to put onion through my sourdough. What Amazing. about olive? Is that wrong? Oh, anything like olives, see? That's my issue. Olives. Um, Sam, I have to say, I was quite excited when uh, Thane raised your name because one of my favorite songs in the whole wide world is by the Phoenix Foundation. And I wonder if you can guess what it is. Can I guess what it is? It's, I want, I'm not sure whether it's. A common favourite song or whether it's a little bit of a weird one. I used to listen to it to go to sleep every night for probably about seven years. Seven wow. years ago. So that's pre the last two records. So It's, it's Pegasus. There's a clue. Pegasus. Oh. Okay. Would it be Nestig? That seems like maybe a bedtime one. It's the last song on the album. Oh, Twilight. It's just the yeah. piano and then cello. It is. It's the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my whole life. Right. How did you guys make that? What I mean, it doesn't have any words, obviously, but it's composed so beautifully. Yeah, well, there was Conrad, um, who doesn't sing in the band, but he writes a lot of the music that then me and Luke will add lyrics to and stuff. And so that's just him on the piano. And then um, Francis Lafleur, I think is her name. I mean, I uh, haven't worked with her in a long time, but I think that was the name of the cellist and she came up with the cello and the violin parts. And the violin was actually played by the um, singer-guitarist of this band, Me Star. I don't know if you guys remember Me Star. They, yeah, like, they were like an early noughties kind of twee grunge band. They were actually kind of great, but, you know, disappeared 
yeah without a trace but um they had some great tunes but yeah i don't know it was just there was that album a lot of that album was us kind of learning how to be a bit more compositional and a, a bit mm. more soundtracky and that was also the record then that taika listened to a lot while he was writing eagle versus shark right so that's why he oh. then got us to do the score to that film so so tracks that's like okay. that really were quite um important in the progression of our whole lives what about Flock of Hearts? Flock of Hearts. Tell me about that. Flock of Hearts. That's a Luke one. Um, that's not me, by the way, listeners. That's that's not me. Different Luke. Other yeah, Luke. Different. Luke put a. That's Luke a song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's there to say about Flock of Hearts? Oh, well, I mean that's um that's very Luke because it's a very chirpy, poppy kind of song, but also kind of deeply depressing and gloomy as well. Um, I think I, I wrote the second verse of that, the lyrics of that with him. It's hard to remember now, I think going back 12 years or something, mm. 13 years. Is it hard to write? How do you do that, Look, writing together? Do you have to be in the same room or do you write lyrics and be like, oh, okay, this is what I've come up with. Have you got anything, you know, where does this fit? Is it methodical or is it mathematical or is it just uh, get in there and jam together or how does that work? I think sometimes I have more lyrical ideas than Luke. Like he will have a really, really good starting point to a song, but he gets a bit stuck and then I'll, I'll just yep. be able to kind of, throw a bunch of ideas at him and I quite often I'll give him you know he'll need one line in a song and I'll give him 10 options and then he'll take pick the one he likes the most mm. yeah uh and then I think the opposite then happens with my songs where I'll have a pretty strong ap- approach with the lyrics but potentially there's just the music's a bit more simple and needs a few little um just extra special things which maybe he can add to the to the song or Conrad can add to the song and then Conrad has musical ideas which then tend to have no lyrics or singing at all and sometimes mm-hmm. don't really feel like songs so much and then me and Luke will take something that's a, a cool concept but kind of shape it into a song so what what comes first yeah. the music or the the lyrics the sorry yeah, yeah. well it's um, <laughs> usually the music I I, I find the music. Um, yeah. And then you just sing over the top and make things up. So you Sometimes, make the lyrics up to the music of the tune. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, there's a song on the recent, on the most recent the album. What, what's going through your mind? That, what are you tapping out at the moment? You know, give, you've got to look at a bit of a tap. What are you thinking about? You're a musician, right? What are you thinking about right now? And not right now, but in your life right now. And with music-wise, have you got something in your mind, like a little tune? I've got a well, because Luke's putting out a solo record, I'm getting lots of people saying, when are you going to do another solo record? Um, which uh, I sort of have not, haven't been working on at all. So, But I do have a bunch of songs that I'm now kind of thinking, are any of these solo record worthy? I've got one which I really like the title of, which is... Um, old dirt nap because um it's what a friend of mine said when we talked about someone dying and she said oh he's taking the old dirt nap oh <laughs> i love that i love that. i'm gonna write that down um so that. i've got a i've got a song that's that starts with that line so she she's she wrote that in a text and then i just was like okay that's the um first words in a song it sounds like a country song though yeah 
you know, that's definitely a country vibe, the odd dirt nap. Um, I have been trying to get back into writing a bit more country because there's a bit of country on Pegasus, actually. Yeah. We kind of moved away from that, but um, I've been writing a few country songs lately. What a little bit inspired by some... The, on the wall back there. Yeah. Oh, this guitar, that's a guitar made by my Uncle Rob, who's been making some guitars during lockdown, actually. A bass yeah. or a... Is awesome. I thought it was it's like a, a very drop. long piccolo. It's a... It's a yeah. it's like a Brian Jones style guitar. Oh yeah. All right. Fair. I like it. That's it to keep going. Oh look at that one there. Have you got any steel guitars? Oh, wow. Well, that's a steel string guitar. Nice, yes. So you could Any use guitars. that for the old dirt nap, obviously. Yeah, maybe. Old Bring dirt nap. Got a little bit of a little bit of guitar and it's very keyboard driven. Talking about a song having to finish, this is a very strange way to sort of... Yeah. Can you give us a little tune, Sam? Not just, really. Just, just pick up something. Just pick something up and just give us a little... Just, just a little... Play, play some music. Yes, for please. A moment, on demand. Seconds. Yeah, on demand. I just like, you know... Like, I'll play this thing. Oh, oh. my God. Is it a banjo? Just because I bought it the other day, and I don't know how to play the banjo, but this is... This is like 140 years old. Wow. What's this? Yeah. Oh, that's too cool. Um, Pigskin on the banjo? Uh, yeah, so something like that. It's uh, the, the skin will be... If not original, it's probably still a hundred years old, you know. Yeah, mm. more than likely pigskin, isn't it? Because no synthetics back then. What a gorgeous uh, instrument there! What a- it's definitely it's it's definitely an animal skin. You can you know. What, what gives it the sound of a banjo opposed to? I mean, your guitar is hollow, but is it because it's like a snare, not like a drum? Is it called like a drum skin that the? It's, yeah, it's completely a drum. I mean, you can hear my voice when I talk behind. It sounds quite yes. resonant. So it, um, they came from North Africa with, you know, on the slave ships. Are they hollow um, behind? Are they hollow behind? Sorry, Sam. Is it, this, is it? this one's hollow. So this is the early style. Yes. And then they added uh, resonators, which make them a lot louder and a lot brighter. So this one, it's got gut strings on it, and uh, it's got the old... The old um, animal calf skin and stuff. So it's got a very mellow sound. Wow. Um, But it's amazing how so many instruments that we think of as these European instruments, they're just all based on African instruments. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's like watching one of those masterclass videos, wasn't it? You know, you pay a million bucks for online. Look at the <laughs> Do you know anyone who's ever bought a masterclass video? You just, you just see it. Yeah. Which one did I you have. get? I bought all of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah. How does it work? So, what well, my favorite thing? I don't like really watching anything that isn't a documentary or reading anything that's not nonfiction. So, for me, it was a really 
attractive offer. It was just very, very expensive. Um, but I wanted to do it for ages. And then it was my stepdad's birthday and he's very much that person. So we bought him that and he gave me the free gift pass. And then the other day I saw there was um, a buy one, get one free. So I just put it up on my Instagram and said, hey, who wants to go halves on this with me? And I got a whole bunch of replies. I was like, fantastic. So I just bought the whole thing and I got it for half price. Awesome. Well, I've just, I've never heard of these masterclass. I'm just going through it now. There's but I've got a gift pass, survival. Wow. Yeah. There, there's amazing, amazing people. And what I love about it is, is you can go in and just get completely immersed into somebody else's um, craft and it may have absolutely nothing to do with what you do in your life or what you're even interested in, but you're going to learn something and you're going to come away with it and just have either an appreciation for that craft or that person and what they've gone through or what they recommend. But I think everybody going through something who's reached a degree of success, there's a story in there that will apply to you and what your goals are. So you never come away from it going, well, it was shit. What a waste, you know, it was, it was, it's worth your time watching. And I think I've got two little like seven day trials. So if anyone wants one, uh, flick me your email. And $25 a month to listen you know, to these amazing people. Yeah, it's, it's 300 bucks. You have to pay up front. I think that's why people don't like it. Oh, starting at 25 bucks. Oh, starting at 25 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, anyway. Have you guys watched that McCartney three two one on the the Disney Plus? No, is it good? It's really good. I just have you watched that Mark Ronson one? No, but I kind of love Mark Ronson. Some I love guys, Mark Ronson. I love his, so his mid Atlantic accent is very he's, strange. He's, yeah, <laughs> it is a bit weird, um, but he's he goes and. Um, he actually goes on this little trip with this man who just creates sounds. So he is responsible for going around the world and finding beautiful places like churches or underground mm. holes that are just really bloody long and mm. then creating those um, reverbs to use in, in modern music production and they find this this place that has literally the longest reverb or the yeah i think it's like seven minutes long what yeah it's seven minutes long and it's insane and then so he brings mark down there with his little thing and he's like got his little you know what's that thing called it makes music and it's in a square and it's got all those little squares a drum machine yep i think he takes that down and he starts doing uh some some crafty things down there and then he um chucks it in a song and the song's on spotify and it's absolutely hauntingly beautiful oh wow sam i've been watching um i would uh count me in on netflix the drumming have you seen that one oh yeah that really fucked me off that one why is it that fuck you i loved it because i'm a drummer myself i play the drums right and I, i don't know it just seems so cheesy and some of it was great i loved the clips of the old drummers I love the girl, the, the female drummers, mate. I love that. Yeah, there were, and a lot of them I'd never heard of, and it did give a good, a good platform to them, which is is true and is good. But they were just uh, like the footage of the drum circles with the like guy oh, from Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It really, it really gave me the shits. For yeah. some reason, it was just that that doco. Um, What's the um the 
the one you were talking about, the Paul McCartney one. Where was that on Disney? On Disney Plus, yeah, which I have because I've got kids, you see. So. Yeah, same. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Paul McCartney. It's what's called? Sorry, repeat that. He was actually in Mark Ronson's one as well. Paul uh, McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty cute. Talk about African instruments, you know, like your banjo and stuff like that. You look at those wind instruments like the Aboriginal, the, you know, the, the uh, didgeridoo, you know. Mm-hmm. You've got to think about that. Is there a wind instrument in the African? Um, do, do you know of anything? I can't. Well, there's wind instruments every, everywhere. You know, I mean, uh, Taonga Poro in New Zealand, the, you know, the Māori musical traditions, there's a lot of different wind instruments. Not just the nose flutes, but you know, um, some really beautiful haunting things, which I don't know enough about, but have had the pleasure of recording on a couple of occasions. Um, yeah, I guess you think. I mean, a didgeridoo is just like a really giant um, trumpet, isn't it? Because you're just creating Correct. these vibrations. Yeah. Whereas a saxophone is really like an instrument that's based around like reeds or... Um, yeah, and the bagpipes are like reeds and so forth. Yeah, bagpipes are reeds, you know, but, but I say like reeds, like reeds the plant. Maybe that's where the name comes from, you know, like like when you get a couple of blades of grass and you get that mm. kind of... <laughs> Yeah, you do that. Those little bits you can pull off the end of the toy toy thing and it's like a little cone. Yeah, yeah. Or the old raisin when you get a uh, raisin <laughs> packet. <laughs> yes, that too. Oh, yeah. I bought uh, some raisins the other day and it just felt really old school. I was like, yeah, the kids are going to love these raisins. I'm looking at investing into a sound box, you know, one that you sit on, like, because the drum kit is, I'm looking at the old sound box from Yamaha at the moment. Oh, right, like the, um, they're kind of like those Brazilian things. Yeah. Cajon, is that what they're called? Cajons, yeah, one of those. I've, just, I've been talking to my mate um, from Yamaha and um, old Dave. He's a good boy. And uh, I don't know, the old drum kit, the old wrists are getting a little bit tired now, but I've still got the beat and the fingers, you know. I'm trying to learn the drums at the moment. I've got my drum kit over here. <laughs> I just saw that. What have you got there? You got a pearl or a... It's a Ludwig. Oh, Ludwig. Uh, it's like a 1969, 70, something like that, that I bought for the Phoenix Foundation, really. But um, I bought that when we were on a tour in the States about 13 years ago because we were going to hire a drum kit for lots of money. I bought yep. that instead and then smuggled it back to New Zealand and have used it on a lot of recording sessions with different bands. And now I've got it set up at home and I'm trying to learn it. Now, more importantly, where's your beer fridge in the uh, studio? Well, I do have a beer fridge um, because I I won one, weirdly, but I um, have it inside the house because if I had it in the studio, it would be too fucking noisy. Yeah, that's true. Oh, right, because of the vibration of the compressor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the most famous instrument you got going on in there? Something that's been on most of the stuff you've created? Oh shit, I don't know Well I bought this recently off a friend cool. So that's a Mini Moog Model D How's that work? That's uh, um, I can make some sounds I guess It's a really classic synthesizer On you know um, Everything you've ever heard 
there goes squelchy squelch. Um, I think they actually had that in the uh, Mark Ronson doco as well. They did a, a whole episode on those. Well, probably. He would love them. Yeah. Um, so that I've wanted one of those all my life. And then a friend of ours who uh, he played that exact synth on the song St. Kevin, which is on our first record, which is a really beautiful synthesizer moment. And um, then I got to buy that synth. I've always been obsessed with how things oh. sound. I just looked at the Mark Ronson. You're right there. So I was about to say. I just looked at the Mark Ronson trailer. You're right there. It's exactly that thing. That was amazing. Yeah. They, they've got quite a few different, and they talked to the guy who made it. And um, they, there's one that they made, and then it sort of didn't sell very well. So it ended up going through lower socioeconomic spots and it came and it turned up heavily in rap and the company wasn't really very happy with it being so predominantly through rap because it's not what they wanted it to be but then yeah they sort of go through the different machines that were made and who made them and blah 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 yeah sounds boring I need to see see this this sounds like it's so up my yeah it's pretty cool I'm looking at it he's a cool guy man Mark yeah and yeah. you, Sam. I, I recently watched Mark Ronson's Architectural Digest like tour of his house. Was it amazing? <laughs> it was, you know, very nice. This is where I keep my boutique <laughs> velvet shoes. And over here is my collection. Is he, is he, is he English? He's English. He's English. Like his parents were super hardcore partiers and they just used to like wake up and they're all just having sex in the lounge and listening to music and stuff and I think, he, I think his stepdad was like in in like Yes or something like that. Yeah, he was in a band. He was in, in a band for sure. I can't remember which one it was. I'll, I'll Google it. Um, and uh, his dad as well was some kind of like Bon Vivant music guy or something. So he he grew yeah. up he grew up between London and New York. It sounded like a a not ideal space to grow up in, but he made the most of it by just. Well, really- they never are those those rock stars, those great guys, those nice guys. They're into shit, right? And they just excel <laughs> out of the shit, right? Is that right? Here we go. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, this is amazing. That kind of thing. That sort of stuff. Where did you get it from? I bought it from a friend who just, uh, he really needed to sell it. Yeah. And didn't want to, he probably could have got a lot more money for it if he'd put it on eBay or trade me or something. You do remind me of um, NXS um, Hutchinson a little bit, in a way. Look at you. It's the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the hair. I met him once. At, I used to work for the Hard Rock Cafe years ago, and uh, yeah. I met him about six weeks before he passed away at the uh, British Music Awards. Uh, we always did Hard Rock Cafe backstaging, and he was a um, lovely guy, actually. A nice guy, and he asked for a guy. He said, Do you want a margarita, mate? He goes, No, I'd rather have a cup of tea. So I said, Fuck, man, I don't make cups of tea. And um, yeah, nice guy, top bloke. Maybe that, that's what 
I do tell people that story a little bit. I don't want to say it on the air, but maybe that just kicked them over the edge a little bit. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he needed a cup of tea, you know. I know, and I just said, no, the margarita. The margarita sent him back on it. He went on a crazy bender. And then old John Paul Gaudier was playing pool. I remember one of those, we had a pool table. We had a full hard rock inside the backstage of all the World Music Awards, British, and I was the barman there. And um, and old John Paul Gaudier was playing bloody pool, you know, bang, bang, bang. And um, he was having a good old time with his people around him. And fucking old, uh, old Liam Gallagher came up, hey, uh, Hey, karate kid, get off the table, man. I'll have you on, you know. Like, karate, fuck, there wasn't even a bust up in the middle middle of the um, um, British Music Awards. It was quite funny calling old John Paul Cotier, old karate kid. And uh, what a fuck, <laughs> We had to break the wow. You know what, like, the, what the Gallagher boys like. They were just like, karate oh, kid. Oh, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. What a strange, what a strange offensive term. Oh, because, you know, John Paul Cotier was quite a. You know, the live fellow. Oh, I thought John he was a Van Damme. Designer. Oh, Convo Van Damme, sorry. Oh, oh, oh right. I, sorry. We did make the story better. Thing to say. <laughs> okay. would been, kind of would have been better if it was John Paul Gaultier in a way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, John Paul was there. I'm, I'm I'm sure. was the reserve on that one. Yeah, John Paul Gaudier, the old Belgian karate kid guy. John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was watching your eyes there. What the fuck's he talking about? Yeah, I was yeah. like, that, that's such a bizarre, like, uh, non-offensive, offensive. Uh, but I have met John Paul Gaudier too. He's a lovely man too, so he's a nice guy. Very nice. Hey, is Tyker easily to get hold of these days? Now he's living this real, like, ultra rock star lifestyle. Uh, look, I'll tell you this. He's not, he's not very easy to get hold of. I think for a lot of people, Mm. but when you need him and you reach out to him, he's there for you. So he's, um, you know, he's, uh, done me a solid recently in a really, really good way for someone who needed it. So, you know, which is, which was, which was nice because you don't, you just don't know. Like the thing about someone like Tucker is like you just don't know what world he's in at the moment, mm. and whether or not you're even gonna he'll even see the message from you, or, or whether it's going through an assistant or. But um, no, he's Where's there. He at the moment? Is he Same guy. is he here or over there? Well, he was at the Met Gala the other day on the yeah, he must be you know, on the red carpet, you know, getting papsed and like oh, it must yeah. be fucking crazy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And now he's dating Rita Ora, so that's just gone, like, at yeah. a whole nother level. Yeah. And his Marvel movies, they don't help either. I mean, just one of the biggest movie <laughs> franchises in the world. But, but that's the thing. If you make a movie that makes a billion dollars yeah. in Hollywood, yeah. you're kind of in the top, like, five people in that world Ever. Oh, absolutely. You're in wow. the echelon. You're in the echelon of the most you, – you can do what you want then, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it really shows the man when you do ring him up and he answers your phone, right? He's your mate. Yeah. Yeah. I love that and shit. he's super lovely. Like, I mean, we hung out with him a long time ago before anything major was happening, but he was bloody lovely and just kind of normal. And I, feel, I think it's really nice to see New Zealanders just – Yeah. Just absolutely 
cracking it. Yeah. You know? We had like Lucy Lawless and Dave Dobbin and stuff, but Tyker's on a whole nother level. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Him, and, him and Lord so, are really at, at this level of international fame and, and acclaim that we haven't really ever seen before. Yeah, no. absolutely. I mean, I guess Peter, Peter Jackson, Jackson, obviously. But Peter right. Jackson's kind of different because he's sort of like – He's, in he's still here, case. and it was really like in a vacuum of Lord of the Rings kind of stuff. Like yeah. Tyke's kind of gone to this whole other Hollywood level and is really entrenched in that mm. in that yeah. whole world now. It's kind so of – what you're saying is Peter's more backstage really famous, but the other two, Lord and Tyke, are pretty up there. I remember <laughs> him in Chapel Bar and Bistro, man. He was just sitting, sitting outside – and we were all looking at him, fuck, we know that guy. And he was just a great guy. Just have a chat to him. But he was a real person. I love real people. Reminds yeah, me but of- also, he's also a prick. Is he? <laughs> I need to hear the dirt. Come on, it sounds you great. You Tell us more. I just, can't, I just can't handle things being nice for too long. So it's- oh, right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, so I can tell you. Talking about all these New Zealanders doing well, fuck them. Like, yeah. you know, they're off there just doing so well. And we're stuck here doing fuck this. Shit holes. Fucked. <laughs> That's yes. fucked. Locked up in a fucking prison cell. <laughs> fucking hell. What You're I don't right. like about Peter Jackson is just his hands. They feel like they remind me of, I went to a Steiner school, which I talk about way too often on the show. I went to a Steiner school and my teacher was really like had the same hands and he made a whole lot of swords and stuff himself at home and was a sculptor and stuff. He was always dealing with clay and they just look like there's clay all the time going on. I just find it. Donald no. Trump hands, maybe? No, he has, he has stumping hands. He's got stumping yeah. hands. Yeah. If you Google his hands, you're going to know what I'm talking Can about. Can you yeah. find a picture of, of his hands? Yeah, you're completely right. Um, I, I've actually seen a, there's this little documentary on his hands, and um, they are the stubbiest hands in Hollywood. Um, but, yeah, we will get back to you with that real soon. Um, his hands actually resemble Michelle's um, foot. No. Sam, to explain that joke, we have um, a lovely listener. Her name is Michelle, and she Mm -hmm. uh, is in a wheelchair. She's got Mm -hmm. the power chair. She's had one leg amputated and the other leg is still there, but – It's buckled in. It's it's like the lotus – it's like a bound foot from the old days, like a lotus flower, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's where that joke comes from. Okay. Not a great joke. Yep. Luckily for Um, us, Michelle is fantastic and has a laugh all the time about it. And we just called her and we're having a little joke around about it. Well, shout out to Michelle. Absolutely. She's on a stump. I've got to say, my computer's going to run out of battery. Yeah. Talk to you later, Sam. I think it just happened then. Yeah. See his hand? Yeah. Oh, shit, old stumpy. It looks like it's going to be working with clay. Jesus. Look at that. What? How old is how big his old fella is? <laughs> what? His old fella must be a bit stumpy too. Oh, Jamie Oxley. I didn't go to Michael Park. I went to the one um, that was in Langholm. Gotcha. Hey, Sam's a lovely guy, wasn't he? Sam is a great so guy. Lovely. And so lovely. What an exclusive to have a tour around his um his little music room there. 
Yeah, I the feel banjo was off the chain. I I love that banjo. And yeah. you guys thought I was taking a piss about the goat guts, eh? No, 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 because they used to do tennis strings and stuff out of that too. Yeah, I knew you were taking the piss out of the drumming and the little. Oh, no, he's you think David from Yamaha? Come on, mate. David McElroy, he owns Yamaha in New Zealand. Really? Yeah. Mate, I get sponsored by drum kits, mate. You don't know this. I've got a little thing, you know. Well, what thing have you got? What drum when, I was, you when I was four years old, I uh, my mother, I said to my mum, I want to play the drums. So mum put me into this band, and well, this drum guy, and uh, played for about four years as this drum guy. Unbeknown to me, it was in a pipe band. So I played in a pipe band for eight years, up and down farms doing Christmas parades and Anzac parades. That's why I'm a good drinker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. It makes and, um, complete sense. Hey, Sam I was just saying, Sam, I was just telling him about my drumming career, Sam. Did you hear that? Sam? Oh, he hasn't got his mic. Oh, you've got your mic on. Yeah, Sam. Thank you so much for coming on. Awesome. I don't know if you can hear us. I don't think so. He's working on it. He's working on it. So that's my little um, that's my little thing about my band. That's why I'm such a good rhythmic person. And rhythm is very good in the beard, obviously. Rhythm's very good at brushing your teeth. Very good, at, very yeah. good at brushing the toilet. You know, you've got to have beat. You've got to have rhythm. You know, yeah, like one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Um, four, Jamie one, Oxley says, four, I went four. to Michael Park School for seven years and I wanted to go to a normal school. So did I. I wanted to go to a normal school so bad that I um, started a little uprising and uh, my mum got a phone call and said, uh, look, mm. we realised that Sophie, Sophie would like to leave the school. I went by Sophie back then because Sophia seemed like a bit too of an old lady's name. So I went for. Oh, your middle name, Sophia? <laughs> My real name, Sophia. Yep. No, no, what's your middle name? Sorry, darling. Catherine. With a Y or an I? What? With a Y? No, not with a Y. I N A. Or a C. Well, there's a Catherine a. with a Y and a Catherine with an I and C. There is no Catherine with an I N C. That literally says ink. Catherine. So how many Catherines are there? There's definitely a Catherine Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Stop. Come on, mate. Stop. Anyway. Wayne. Uh, they said, can you please tell her to stop asking everybody to leave the school? So it was just – our teacher was quite – got a bit violent and was using sticks to, like, smack down on people's desks oh, so yeah. hard that, like, the stick would falling, like, break in half and it got all really fucking hairy and I was like, nah. But you were so young. Back in my day, do you remember Ray Tanner? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Ray he did the music, music class, wasn't he? Ray Tanner. Oh, no, art history, art, art history and music. I've yeah. got a scar here, right here, where he threw a duster at my head. You're joking. Yeah, Show us the scar. Where teachers, is it? Some teachers just take it to the wow. max, and you just <laughs> got to think, like, yeah, you shouldn't be in this job. But Ray Tanner was a great job guy. He was a great guy. I really love Ray Tanner. He took us for art history. And um, a little story about Ray Tanner just quickly while we're here, or maybe this could start, maybe another night. Or do you want maybe to have another night? Is yeah. this the Ray Tanner that used to conduct the orchestra or the choir like 100%, that? 100%. The 100%. We'll talk maybe about Ray Tanner another night. We'll do a St. Peter's okay. story night, eh? 
Yeah, okay, no someone worries. says Benny Mac looks like he's in <clears throat> Afghanistan, and you nailed it. I've been thinking, what yeah. is it that it just looks like something? That's what it looks like. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know what they said? They said they were going to get everybody out, but it was such a shitstorm, they left a few of us patriots <laughs> behind. Oh, We've got matching curtains, Benny. Actually, oh, yeah. They're nice, aren't they, these ones? Yeah. It's you and Michelle, and you're saying wheelchairs will probably go out dating. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, you know? She could well, um, right, raise, raise on up, you know. <laughs> hey, Can yeah, you turn around in your wheelchair? What? Uh, no. Mate, um, why don't you invite some um, St. Peter's Old Boys on, like Pat Lamb or some of the famous ones? Well, Bernie McCall will probably come on. Pat Lamb, Dylan Mika can't, unfortunately. Dear old soul crosses hard. Yeah. Um, now, there's a few famous boys. Probably the most famous is uh, Simon Dallow. Yeah, let's get Simon. I want to see if Simon can join us. Yeah, he's um, unfortunately he's committed to his contract. He can't go into any other uh, radio stations. Uh, so uh, no, no, we'll bring a couple of famous guys uh, on. You know, sounds good, mate. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for another great show. Uh, oh. You know what? Um, I've heard a lot of Sam interviews. Oh my god! Hold on, Jamie. Yes, I do. <laughs> he says, "Do you remember you're with me?" That's what, yes, I do remember Eurythmy. Okay. Every day we would have a Eurythmy class and it was just fucking dancing around with ribbons. Wow. Eurythmy. Oh, my God. This must be like a Steiner's thing joke. Yeah. And was it actually yeah. spelled like that? Like Y-O-U-R-E-T-A? No, that wasn't spelled, it wasn't spelled that way. He <laughs> said, sorry, I'm dyslexic. But where you would, I know oh, what okay. you're talking about. Jamie, yes, oh, yeah, right. I do remember you with me. Unfortunately, I remember a lot of things from that time of my life. Do you remember the bean bags we used to have to throw around while we were counting? We had to use bean bags to to count. That's how we did. That's how we did mathematics. But it wasn't called mathematics. It was called arithmetic. All oh, right. Well, they. It sounds like their catchphrase should be called, you know, it's Steiner School, not Einsteiner. <laughs> yes. So what's yes. The, what is it called? Oh, so are we, are we running out of time? Are we running out of coins, are we, Thane? No, no, we're good. We're good to go. We can keep on going. Um, what is it called uh, mathematics when that's the the thing? Or what the, the correct term and the proper term for it would be arithmetic. That's an old school term, though, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, yes, if you're Chinese, it was a good these, word. These schools are based on. Jai Du. Jadu, the Chinese created mass. It was called Jadu. Right. Okay. We so if you think about like what's that movie where Heath Ledger rides the horse and it's like Road back in the other one. So think to that era. Right. That's where we went to school. So we like literally our teacher wore a knitted vest. He carved swords and all sorts of stuff out of wood or metal, or he would be making things out of clay and they'd be like Lord of the Rings things. He had his own Lord of the Rings ring. Like it was really heavily based in that we would, yeah, essentially learn to make spoons mm. or in woodwork. So I made good, Sophia, is if you um, uh, kind of researched an old teacher, maybe a favourite, and brought them on. 
And you, we could all actually be our favorite teacher if you're still alive. Remember Mr. Ekaroma? Oh, Mr. Ekaroma. Mr. Ekaroma has passed away with a big belt, Mr. Ekaroma. Yeah. Uh, and Frank Moritz. favorite teacher. That's it. Yeah. Uh, had, um, Mr. Lockhart, I think, or Wishhart, one of the two, from uh, Avondale College. If anyone went to Avondale College and you know the person I'm talking about, he was Mrs. Gone. If anyone went to St. Peter's, Mrs. Robinson, she had cans out here, man. Fuck. She was our fault teacher. Hey, but, you know, hey, but, um, you know, hey, just talking about Steiner's, I mean, you know, Dilworth's got their problems. Gisborne College got their problems with the old um, broomstick up the bottom. Was there anything touchy-feely at Steiner's, do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't it was think just so. The, um, just the stick, eh? Just the assault. This not the crazy. Not what the, the mental it wasn't, it wasn't like ghost. It wasn't like ghost doing the old clay carving and he nah. came around the back of you and started forming this shape <laughs> in front of you with the clay. And you felt this and just go, Unfortunately, no. There's another image of his hand, his ungodly hand. Hey, mate, I'm pulling out my bloody ghost thing here, Benny Mac. Come on, mate. You know, remember that? Going up and down. You didn't get any of that at Steiner's with the clay? No, it wasn't like a rapey vibe. It was just like... Very, it was very frustrating. I think having to. Oh, you wanted these... it. Oh, I was a reverse. You wanted it more than they wanted it. No, look, oh. I'm. And it's, it's um... ten forty-eight. Thank you, everyone, for watching. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I think that. We, I, think, I think, um, Luke. I think you were talking about. Um, the succubus demon, which is basically the um, the demon that comes on, on you when you're in your bed and sits on your face. That's it. That's it. So maybe oh, that's rolling now, guys. Oh, well, well, Sophia, well, Sophia's going. I'm going too. See ya. Thank you, Sophia. Out. Thank you very much, everyone. Hey, tomorrow, um, best behavior. We've got Sean Plunkett on the show, uh, yep. and also we've got. Uh, Alatini, Megan Alatini, she's been um, become a judge from Miss New Zealand. So she's going to be talking about Miss New Zealand and, and maybe there's some beautiful women out there who would like to enter that competition. Benny, thank you very much for your participation, Manny. Appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, sir. From us, oh, let's check the final messages. Samir says, great show. How about that? Excellent. Oh, boom, we just hit 100 messages. Or would you just go and find us a winner, mate? Um, the message, the message uh, two hundred and message two hundred and one. Get those glasses from uh, our good friends at uh, Fortune. Oh, it was, um, I know that message two two hundred is which I'm adding in because we've just had a hundred messages on this. But um, right. I think it was Jody. I think it was actually Jody was the twenty fifth message okay, cool. of the day. And then the person next to her. So I know that Jody is the lucky one. And again, sorry to hear. You lost, Jody. Lots of love, team. Thank you very much, everybody. Good night.